It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. Now a man is seen walking towards the officer's SUV, but the deputy's SUV investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired multiple shots while the two were parked. multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Madam Speaker, my colleagues, my fellow Americans, I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. As far as the allegations of the CIA hacking the Senate computers, nothing can be could be volatile, and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. And now, here's CD Media's host of Information Operation. Welcome to Information Operation. We had a huge win in Georgia today in, in, as far as election integrity goes. There was a case uh, that's been working its way through the court for VoterGA.org and Garland Favorito against Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to try and get copies of the ballots out of Fulton County that were mailed in. It's been a huge source of controversy for months. Today, we're lucky enough to have Garland back on the show. He's a, a regular here. Uh, welcome back, uh, Garland. Thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, having me back. It's always a pleasure to be here, and we appreciate all you're doing. Oh, well, thank you. So there's been, I guess, different takes on the results today. You definitely have an opinion. Why don't you give us an overview of what happened and what you think uh, that means for the future of, of the state of Georgia? Uh, extremely pleased with the ruling today. We thought that it's you know it's been a long time coming. We, we knew it was coming, but we... Uh, you know, it's been it's been a slow, painful process, but probably the right one. So the judge today ordered that uh, we will, in fact, get to scan the ballots at a 600 DPI or grayscale color depth. Uh, that was what that's what we need to do a, a true forensic inspection. So he has agreed to have the experts do that. Um, and so it's a huge win. It's it's a second bullet of what we wanted. We had four bullets. We already got the ballot images last month. We've been looking at those. Um, we found a few discrepancies, mm -hmm. um, which were presented in court today uh, by one of the experts. Um, and now today we got the second huge win, even bigger, which was the actual ballot images, um, uh, ballot physical ballots themselves. Um, we are uh, we understand that there are a couple of limitations and restrictions that the court wants to apply. We think they're reasonable. We can adjust their plan. Um, we already have figured out how to adjust the plan to accommodate. We don't mm. really, need, we don't need to do, we don't have to touch the ballots to be able to do uh, even a visual inspection. We, we think we can set this up properly. So um, uh, we, uh, well, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with the ruling. Uh, I it just, um, uh, 
Um, it, it couldn't have been much better. We could have, we expected just a little bit more, but this is everything we need to keep everything going. So the question, I guess, is I know the judge decided his tech staff would acquire or purchase a scanner and that the, uh, the county employees were the only ones that would be touching the ballots. Are you able to put someone in there to see when they unseal everything and watch the ballots go through the machine one at a time? Or it's, how is that going to work? So we're not interpreting his ruling that way. Okay. Uh, we're interpreting that he's going to talk to his staff about scanners. Okay. But what, the way that we interpret the ruling is that he did not want third-party vendors to scan the ballots. Mm -hmm. But he was not opposed, we don't think, to third-party equipment mm. being brought in to scan the ballots. So we are still planning to bring his third-party equipment in, scan the ballots. We don't have to touch them. Mm -hmm. And we can even do a visual inspection without touching them. So you can watch the whole process? Will you have a, a person there when well, they do scan think, the ballots? We think, uh, and again, we have to prepare the plan. Yeah. I think that we'll prepare a, a significant, uh, fairly comprehensive plan Um where we can do a visual inspection without touching the ballots. I already we have figured I figured that out already. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what we'll propose. And uh, I think he'll buy off on it uh, without cutting it down because we've been so cooperative with Fulton County and he he really understands that and he complimented us today mm. on our cooperation. He knows that we've been over backwards to try to meet all of Fulton County's uh, constraints, um, which mm -hmm. you know, you could consider reasonable or maybe a little unreasonable. You know, we could debate that. But uh, all in all, we're able to meet them. Uh, we don't consider them too unreasonable. Um, so we're, we're really happy uh, with the ruling. We think we can achieve what we want to achieve. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll make a plan and we'll present that on May the, before May the 28th. And you know, we'll see where it goes from there. So I heard two things today in the in. I don't know what you can or want to go into, but one, there's two issues I thought were really interesting. One was the 21% discrepancy in the batch numbers, if I say that right, uh, that showed a, a difference in ballots that were given to you versus what the Secretary of State produced on his website after the election. And then number two, the attorney for Fulton County said, which was shocking, that they have no control over the tabulation of their votes. Did you hear that? The same thing I heard in the hearing? I listened um, to it all. I, I didn't hear quite exactly the same thing, but let's, let's back up and do the first one first. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, if you remember, I've been saying all along that the Secretary of State filed the amicus brief because mm -hmm. they wanted to hide the fact that the audit results don't add up. Mm -hmm. There are certified Dominion results that don't match the ballots that Fulton County has. Right. I've said, I've said that all along. And today we got the expert witness, another an expert witness to testify in that regard. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so and we he submitted some significant evidence. We actually have more evidence. Right. Uh, that didn't get presented today. But he is absolutely right. The audit. That Fulton, that Fulton County did for the Secretary of State did, doesn't add up. And these were the so-called risk auditing audits, right? Or what, yeah. what was risk, what, yeah. what were they called or something different? Correct. They call it a risk limiting, limiting audit. Yeah, but yeah. It's, not a, 
it's not a risk limiting audit. So, and let me explain the difference. Um, so a risk limiting audit is when you take samples of ballots and count until you reach a point where you believe that you can have a certain percentage of confidence in the results, say 90%, 95%, mm-hmm. so on. And you, you uh, audit samples of ballots. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not a risk limiting audit, even though the Secretary of State claims that it was. It was actually a hand count audit, a mm-hmm. full hand count audit, which in this case is really better than a risk limiting audit. So uh, because they, they allegedly are supposed to have counted every ballot. Even that, now mm-hmm. we know that they didn't or something's yeah. wrong if they did. So um, it, that's the difference between a risk limiting audit and the audit that they actually conducted. Um, that said, they did a full hand count and the numbers don't add up. You know, there's missing batches, there's duplicate scanned batches, there's mismatches in the number of batches, there's mismatches in the number of ballots. Uh, nothing adds up. Now you would expect the audit to have been off by a few votes. Okay, mm-hmm. if it was off, if it was off by, I don't know, less than a hundred votes, fifty votes, twenty votes, some ten votes. Okay, you know nobody's going to argue about that. But this was off. The audit is off by thousands of votes. As, as yeah, you know. yeah. So, so uh, you heard it firsthand from the experts. Something we've known all along. Um, and uh, that's, uh, you know, we were happy to get that on the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first part of your question. Right. And then the second part was whether or not I think Fulton County had control of the tabulation. Um, yeah, that, that was an interesting exchange. Um, do you remember the exchange I was talking about in the in the hearing? Um, I, I can't say that I could put my finger right on that, but I can explain the tabulation process. Well, she was the attorney the, for Fulton County. She was talking, I believe, actually to the other attorney, to one of the plaintiff's attorneys, or, or no, it was to the expert witness. And she was asking him if he knew, I think the quote was, I'm pretty close. Do you realize that we have no control over the, of the tabulation process? Oh, 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 uh, yes, I remember that. She was talking about the hand count audit tabulation process. They certainly have control over the actual election tabulation process. It is true that they have no control over the audit tabulation process, and that was the fundamental fatal flaw that Secretary Raffensperger intentionally implemented because Mm -hmm. he wanted to make sure that the counties could not control the tabulation of the audit, he can control it. He can make it match the certified results mm-hmm. uh, and with this Arlo system. And it appears that that's what happened either at the Secretary of State's end or at Fulton County's end when they entered the data because the tabulation data totals do not match the actual ballot images some of the yeah uh, some of them that were scanned twice or t- counted twice correctly is what you testified to that's one problem yes yeah. uh the expert testified to that but the expert also testified which is something that we know have known for some time that the audit has false numbers in it this the is audit, criminal this is criminal behavior right the audit has uh, it's it's premature to claim that yeah. it's criminal, but wow, uh, something is really wrong. So we're still yeah. we're still in it as from the, as from a civil perspective. Right. 
But uh, what's interesting there is that the, I think that the district attorneys and the attorney general are too deeply in bed with the corruption to ever actually process this case criminally as it should mm -hmm. be. So, and this is why uh, I was so happy with you guys doing the article Mm -hmm. uh, uh, on the fact that the attorney general of the state of Georgia needs to be removed. Uh, yeah. He needs to go, he needs to finish out his term, whatever. Uh, I think he needs to cancel his election, re-election plans. Um, I don't think he's fit to serve uh, yeah. as a result of this. This is something that, and unfortunately, he's forced to defend it. Uh, that's one thing. But in this case, he, he filed an amicus brief on behalf of the Secretary of State, in spite of the corrupt audit results, which he had to have known. And then, and then he got the Assistant Attorney General standing up in court today and still attempting to defend these corrupt results, although yeah. she, she didn't really try very hard because- Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> the expert witness testimony was pretty well overwhelming. And you know we were prepared to go even deeper Mm. Uh, I was ready to be called if necessary because we've done quite a bit of analysis on these uh, numbers, and there is even some additional uh, uh, issues with them that didn't come out today. But we were uh, very pleased with the expert testimony uh, today um, from the audit perspective. And at first, we didn't think that the judge was going to take that testimony because uh, he said that it's kind of out, a little bit outside the scope, but then he decided it was relevant. Uh, and he took it, and that's great. Um, and, um, you know, we could have uh, doubled down on everything that you heard today, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. we didn't need to because the judge had already made up his mind. So we just said, okay, well, we knew he was going to rule in our favor. So why do we want to prolong it with more evidence? Right. Uh, when we're already going to get the, the ruling that we needed. So uh, very happy with the ruling. Um, I think we can accommodate it and we, we can achieve our objectives um, with, uh, uh, you know, what he, with his constraints. Um, and we, that's what we've done all along. We keep modifying the plan to achieve, overcome the objections and achieve the objectives. Yeah. So, uh, so far, um, it, you know, everything's going our way. So I, I felt one last thing. I felt like, you know, in the, in the previous hearing, the attorneys for Fulton County were a little more arrogant and maybe that's not the right word, a little more confident. Um, this time they didn't seem confident at all, um, was my take on that they, they seemed really thrown back by all the evidence you were presenting um well, yeah I, I think they know they've known all along that the ballot images if we got those ballot images they were not going to add up to the audit results mm -hmm. and i think they knew that and that's why they had been delaying and you know throwing up one obstacle after another for months um, mm -hmm. and now that We've gotten the images, the court, you know, court granted the images last month. We can produce evidence that our claims have been true all along for right. months. Well, Garland, uh, congratulations on the victory. Is there anything else you want to put out as far as uh, your thoughts? Well, uh, Ty, as you know, just you know, the, everybody can follow us on outside uh, uh, Voter J. On, we're still on Twitter uh, for now and Facebook. Uh, Voter GA, and then uh, of course the, our website, VoterGA.org, has all of the information up there. There's the, you know, we have events uh, that are upcoming mm -hmm. the hearings. We got the legal documents. We got press releases and the history of how all this went down in Georgia. Uh, and there's a donate tab um, 
Uh, and you know, I was going to ask, this is not, this is not free and you have to pick up a lot of these extra costs. So uh, people can donate on your website. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and it's a, it is a, uh, a 501c3. It is, um, uh, it's an all volunteer organization. So all the mm -hmm. money goes straight to expert witnesses or attorney's fees. Uh, we don't right. make, we don't make any money. Uh, nobody is paid. We have no paid employees or zero. Uh, it's all just to cover legal expenses and, and the cost of doing this inspection. Um, and you can donate via check uh, through the post office box or via uh, PayPal or credit card. Well, Garland, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. That's uh, highly informative. Well, Todd, thank you. And we really appreciate all the coverage that you've given the election integrity in Georgia. And uh, you have provided such a valuable resource to us. And we're, we're grateful for you, for you and so happy to, uh, that, to see all these wonderful articles that you put out. Well, we'll have you back on after there's more results in a, in a few weeks. Thank you again. Thank you, Todd.